Welcome to Water Spout, brought to you by the St. John's River Water Management District. Water Spout offers a behind-the-scenes look at how we conduct our work, the research, the projects, our partnerships, and most important, how we serve the community by balancing the needs of water for the environment, businesses, and the people in the Sunshine State. Welcome to this episode of Water Spout. I'm your host, Tiffany Cowie. Today, I'm joined by Melissa Dialosa and Sierra Driggers to talk about the district's cost share program and how important it is to the district and surrounding communities. Thank you so much, both of you, for joining us today. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. Of course. We'll start by telling me about this important program that offers so much to the communities around us. Sure. The district offers a cost share program that... Um, we're looking for projects that are going to benefit the district's core missions. And our district's core missions are water quality, alternative water supply, flood protection, and natural systems. Mm -hmm. And tell me a little bit, Sarah, about Cauchier and how it is a collaborative process and working to support communities. So um, the Cauchier program helps the communities um, with their funding needs. And so some of, these, some of the projects can be... Um, uh, pretty costly. So the district helps for, helps to provide um, cost share um, grants for um, for some of the um, more important projects that we you know go through the uh, application and then ranking system. And um, so we basically you know just try to um, to evaluate all those projects during the cycle and then um, get them, you know, ranked and ready for the governing board to uh, look at and approve. And what are the benefits of this program? What are you looking for in a really good project? We're looking for projects that are going to provide the most benefit to the resource. Um, in addition to that, we're also looking for projects that are going to be cost effective, that are going to um, finish within a short period of time. But really, the, the primary goal of the district is to provide funding opportunities for the best benefit to the resource. When we talk about cost share, it, of course, seems like the district is giving some money and then the communities are giving money. But in some areas where there is a greater need, it's structured a little differently. Can you share about that? Yes, we have um, another part of the cost share, which is called the READY program. It's a Rural Economic Development Initiative. And it is geared more towards um, communities and counties that are uh, considered ready designated. And so the cost share funding for that program um, is up to, you know, 100% funding, maximum $1 million cap. Um, and so those communities are, um, are provided that type of funding based on their, their ready status. And um, it really, really provides great benefit for those communities. And it's, it's really awesome to see, uh, you know, that help that they get by this cost share program. And you work hand in hand with these people who are applying to, to help their communities with the money. Um, talk to me about what you've heard from those communities when you're able to, to say the governing board has approved this funding. And so the funding is coming to make a difference. Yeah, they're, they're so very grateful. They they have very limited resources as it is, and we help walk them through the application process. We we hold these uh, pre-application meetings with them prior to the the um, cost share solicitation period, 
and um, they're they're also very grateful. We we get them all the information they need, and you know if we need to go out with them and help um, assess their projects, or you know we actually have um, actually some workshops, yeah, outreach, some, yeah, some outreach efforts that will uh, take place, and so we're going to help them in in partner with uh, the Florida Rural Water Association and go and just you know see what they need and you know get get them, you know, a good assessment of, of what type of, um, what type of projects they need assistance with and what, what that cost may be, what the benefits may be. And so that they have an idea, because like I said, they just don't always have the resources to help them find that information. So it sounds like the district is really making an effort to make sure the funding goes across the 18 counties and also appreciating the differences in those counties and communities. So, Melissa, your your specialty is really a little bit further south and the Indian River Lagoon and then springs throughout the district. So what is the, the difference in those who are looking for funding for that usually? Well, my specialty is the Indian River Lagoon. I'm based out of Palm Bay. Um, a lot of the projects that we focus on down there, um, focused on the lagoon, are septic to sewer projects. We're doing a lot of um, wastewater treatment upgrades to make sure that they're moving towards advanced systems to help reduce the nutrients going into the lagoon. Um, in the spring shed, the same the same applies. We're looking at um, a lot of septic to sewers there. And also focusing on, um, you know, the the aquifer and and trying to look more at um, alternative water supply projects that will benefit the springs. And there's more funding across the the district uh, for the general cost share than there is for ready. Yes, um, and certainly a major impact here on the district. Right. So generally speaking, the the springs projects in the IRL would fund under the district wide. Perfect. Well, this is an interesting conversation, a great program. Let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back and continue this conversation. The St. John's River Water Management District is committed to preserving and protecting Florida's water resources for generations to come. From improving water use efficiency and reclaiming water for reuse to managing water resources in times of wet and dry periods, The St. John's River Water Management District is taking action on conserving Florida's precious waters. To learn more, visit sjrwmd.com. Welcome back to Water Spout. I'm your host, Tiffany Cowie, and today we're joined by Melissa and Sarah with the district talking about our cost share program. Thank you again for joining us. Well, let's hear about the interesting projects you've had the opportunity to work on and the people you've gotten to work with through this project. Uh, Sarah, do you mind kicking us off with maybe a ready-inspired story? Sure. So um, I have this really close relationship with um, the Crescent City um, project. It's um, a water main replacement project, and it is going to provide up to 20% water conservation by replacing water main on Prospect Street. And um, it's just, um, it's one of those that I, you know, I, I specifically reached out to the city and um, provided them information that this cost share funding was going to be available, and um, they took uh, they they jumped right on it and you know made contact with me and we set up some pre-application meetings and uh, we were able to work through the application with them and um, got them the full 100% funding for their project. Uh, so it was it, it's very 
very good to see these rural com- communities uh, receive this funding. It's it's very heartwarming. What a success and how nice it must feel to know you were truly an integral part of them getting that funding and of saving water for the future, so really benefiting the resources. Yeah. Wow, that's exciting. Melissa, what about you? What stands out to you as an exciting project or two? Sure. Um, I'm working with Orange County Utilities on a multi-phase septic to sewer project. Um, We've been working on phases one, two, and three, and phase four was just awarded. OCU has been an excellent partner, and this project is so important because the neighborhoods that they're converting from septic to sewer are directly adjacent to the Wakaiwa Rock State Park and probably about mm, like a mile away from the actual springhead. So the impact and the, the, the benefit to the resource for this multi-phase project is so important. And um, when it's all said and done, they're going to be removing over 2,000 septic tanks, and it'll just be fantastic. But OCU has been an excellent partner, and I really enjoy working with them. I imagine that makes a difference, especially nice to see communities who you see doing great things with the funding come back and want to do even more. Right. And there's such an outreach and an education component that OCU has been um, following through with. So it's, it's really um, making a, a big impact on their community. Is there anything specific to the Indian River Lagoon? We hear oftentimes about the struggle to keep nutrients out of the Indian River Lagoon. And of course, we talk about legacy loading, the nutrients that are already there. But Kosher is a way we can keep additional nutrients out of the lagoon with partnerships with the community. Is there a project that stands out that looks like success to you in that area? Right, sure. Um, As far as legacy loads go, we have partnered on quite a few dredging projects that have removed the legacy load of the muck in several different places, um, in Indian Harbor Beach, in Cocoa Beach. Um, as far as preventing new um, nutrients from going into the lagoon, I just wrapped up a project called Moorhen Marsh. It's with Indian River County, and it's in South um, Bureau Beach. And what they're doing is really interesting is that there is this big canal that flows um, through the city of Vero, and there's a lot of um, developed areas and agricultural areas that drain to it, and it ultimately flows to the lagoon. So what they're doing is they're pumping the water out of the canal and running it through a series of like these channels that they have constructed out of concrete, and they're filling them with um, water lettuce. And so what's happening is the water lettuce is uptaking the nutrients and pulling that out of the water, and it's routing through the system, and then it's eventually being discharged back into the canal and flowing to the lagoon. So it's removing a significant amount of nutrients. So that is one of the um, kind of cool projects that I've it been working on. cool. And yeah. it's a creative way to and handle it's, that. It's re- it really is, and it's, a be- it's beautiful to see it in person, and it just wrapped up. So I'm very proud of that one, as well as Indian River County. It's, it's definitely one of the Keystone projects. That is exciting. And hopefully other areas can learn from that project. Maybe do the same. Yes. I love that. Well, before we wrap up, I'd love to hear what brought you both to the field of science. What drove you to choose a career in this area? Sarah, why don't you start us off? Well, um, I'll start off with that my my bachelor's degree is in business, but I do have such a strong interest in science and technology. 
And um, so I, I began, you know, basically here at the district in technology and then um, found so much interest in the the cost share program and the benefits that it was providing to the district. And um, so it's, I think, you know, it's just so wonderful to see how the district is positively impacting our environment and our waterways. And um, it's just such a strong interest. And so I think that's, that's really what ultimately led me here. I love that we have you working on such an important area of the district, clearly passionate. Melissa, what about you? Um, so I grew up in Michigan, the Great Lakes. I was always surrounded by water, grew up on the water. So I always knew that I wanted to do something with the water. That brought me down to um, school here in, at FIT. Um, so I grew up learning um, in my college studies about the lagoon. And so then after I graduated, I just decided to stay. So I've always worked and lived um, on the lagoon, and it's always been my passion. And um, I love working here at the district and, and knowing that these projects are being implemented and that a real benefit is actually, you can actually see what's going on. And so um, that's what brought me here. I am so grateful that we have you. The district and the community owe you for all of the hard work you're putting in. I'm so grateful to know you're working with communities and really helping to drive the district's mission home. Thank you both for thank taking you. the time to be here today. Thank you. <laughs> and thank you for taking the time to listen to our conversation. We hope you'll tune in for our next episode of Water Spout. If you enjoyed what you heard, be sure to subscribe so you have firsthand access to future content. Until next time, use your water wisely. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Water Spout. To hear more episodes, find us on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Connect with the district on social media or visit sjrwmd.com for more information on today's topic.